All right. You know what it is? You know who it is? We're back. Episodes brought to you by Highball. I'm always running on Highball. Um, hope you guys had a good week. Some crazy stuff this weekend. There was an awesome uh, boxing match between Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. And I think uh, Jake, hopefully, I think you enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot to unpack this week in boxing because that whole thing was a lot. And Jake Paul basically lit up social media again and um, <laughs> in the worst of ways. And uh, Tyson was, I thought that definitely, I thought that was better than it was going to be. Um, so briefly, we'll just touch over UFC. There was supposed to be um, Derek Lewis versus Curtis Blades, um, which I was really excited for, but it got canceled. Blades got COVID and that was really that. And then Derek Lewis randomly called out Conor McGregor for no reason. <laughs> he said, you want to fight and he said he, he made up this fake story that Connor's been continuously calling him out. <laughs> I think he was kind of joking, but that was a little over the news. Um, but the fight that Wait, did, up, it, did, it, did that did he call him out after? I don't uh, know. It was like during Saturday? the week. It was like during the week or after the fight got canceled, and he was like, he was like Connor keeps calling me out. It's like I'm gonna fight Connor. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe he was making fun of Jake Paul. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, actually, he could have been. I don't know. Maybe he knows. I don't know. A lot of these guys didn't seem to know who Jake Paul was unless they were, like, lying. But um, I, I don't know. But because um, they, they talked about it a lot. But, I, I mean, at least, you know, like I heard uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm you were just talking about. That's Helwani in D.C., right? No, no, no. That's uh, Larry David. Oh, is and that a show? Oh, what's, yeah. uh, what's D.C. and Helwani's show? I have no idea. Okay, maybe yeah. I don't know why you would. Know. I thought I could have swore it was Kurt something, but uh, oh wait, wasn't there a drill? I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, well, that was a. I, you know what? It's it's weird too. I just saw. I was actually when I was on YouTube just earlier. I saw their show and yeah. I saw the, the title and I can't think of the name. I just saw it. Yeah. All right. Anyways, but they were talking about it, and uh, we'll we'll get to that with the Jake Paul stuff, but. So Derek Lewis blades got canceled. So that was kind of like a bummer. Cause I was really looking forward to that fight. Um, Anthony Smith versus Devin Clark was the main event that moved into the main event. And that was a like Smith. Uh, I, I, we predict, Oh, I predicted Smith and he, he uh, triangle choked. Um, he triangle choked Devin Clark in the first round. So, and it was just like, he, Devin Clark was not very smart. He, uh, pressured in and then tried to hit Anthony Smith early. And then Anthony Smith just took his back and then they transferred into, you know, from there he got into a triangle and that was really it. And that, I think the fight lasted like maybe I was under two minutes. I think it was like a minute 47. He submitted him. So it was, it was a relatively short fight, but it was a really good performance by Anthony Smith. So he should, uh, he should be coming up there and he should be having some good fights depending on where they want to put him. But um, it was definitely impressive. He did very well. And uh, it was, like I said, it was a good fight overall. This weekend, we got Jack Hermanson versus my Italian brother, Marvin Vittori. He's an upcoming Italian UFC fighter. Um, he's a favorite right now. I think he's going to win by KO. He's kind of like a bull. He's just like a, a hard puncher. Just, you know, one of those guys that's just kind of like walk you down and get in your face and then um, but he's a really good all-around fighter, and he's fighting Jack Hermanson, who's, you know, uh, someone who's been around for a while, and he's a really good fighter. Um, so I, that should be a good fight back and forth. Then after that, we got uh, OSP, which is Olivia St. Peru, versus Jamal ha Jamala Hill, not the ESPN reporter. Jamal <laughs> but um, uh, OSP, I always like watching him fight. He's, he's known for this, uh, this Von Flu choke that like he's had like four or five submissions of in his career. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and predict he's going to win by Von Flew. He's not the favorite, but I, uh, I don't think he has been in his last two fights and he's won. So, um, you know, that, that should be a really good fight as well. Um, so my predictions, we got Martin Vittori, I'm going to say by KO in the second round. 
And then OSP by Von Flew, I'll say second round as well. Um, so a couple of good fights this weekend. Uh, UFC kind of got ravaged this past weekend because of COVID. There was supposed to be um, like a pretty big ending to the year. Um, and, a, and a lot of them got canceled because of COVID, which like I said, Derek Lewis and Blades. And then there were supposed to be not, uh, not next weekend, but the weekend after there was supposed to be um, a fight night. Like the last fight of the year was supposed to be Kamaev and Leon Edwards and like a couple other fighters. And then they both got COVID or Kamaev got COVID. So they canceled it for the rest of the year. Um, but UFC 256 is still on. So that should be a good end of the year. Um, so we got Vittorio Hermanson this weekend. Then next weekend, we have uh, Figueredo fighting again on two weeks um, training. And then against Brandon Moreno, that should be a really good fight. And then Tony Ferguson and Charles Oliveira. This fight is going to be interesting because, like, um, the lightweight division for UFC right now has been basically thrown in a flux because no one knows if Habib's coming back or if he's actually going to fight. And he has the belt right now. So, so essentially – the conversation is who's next in line to have a shot at the bell. Is it going to be vacated? And they're all, and there's like six pieces to the puzzle that they're trying to figure out, which is basically Connor, Gaethje, Ferguson, Michael Chandler. Um, um, John Blank, Michael Chandler. Um, I can't remember the other two, but. Oh, Poirier, who's fighting Connor, and then there's a couple that are mixed in that could come up, and um, they're trying to make the matches, and everyone's talking about who should fight who and how they should do it. And should they should do some type of like basically round robin tournament, but like the 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 McGregor Poirier fight is set, so that's going to be, and I don't think any of these will be for the belt, but they're going to be pieces to the puzzle to get to the belt, and then. Ferguson versus Oliveira is going to be next weekend, which would be a really good fight. And I think a must win for Tony Ferguson. And then Michael Chandler and um, Gaethje is another fight that they talked about or, you know, thought about, but Michael Chandler is kind of like <clears throat> backed out because he said he's done too many weight cuts and he doesn't want to do any more right now. So I think the lightweight division is going to, you know, it's going to have a lot of fun, happening in the next you know two to three months especially in the early part of 2021 because connor's going to be fighting and then i can't imagine that gaethje's not going to fight soon and then michael chandler has been supposed to start in the ufc for like three or four months and he hasn't and like he's you know one of those guys that's coming over from bellator so he's got a you know first impressions matter and like if you're going to come over from bellator and he's been talking a big game and then you know you you come and you don't get it done um, on your first fight or, or, you know, I feel like if he's going to come in and cause he's been hyped up a lot and like, he's, people are talking about him and like, he's this, he's that, but then you can't come in and then fight a nobody either. You know, like if, I feel like if they're going to bring him in, they have to bring him in against somebody who's capable and like a big name um, to get him going. Uh, and I, you know, I go to his gym, so hopefully he doesn't get mad at me if he ever ends up hearing this, but um, I don't know who he fights. Cause I, I think he's too small. Um, and I, ha I've seen enough of him to have like an opinion on him, but like, I've never seen him fight live, but again, he's fighting Bellator. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're good. Um, but you know, stepping into the cage right away from Bellator to UFC guys who are, you know, and they're talking about Gaethje or Ferguson or, uh, all these, you know, top lightweights or, uh, lightweights. That's, it's not an easy task to come over. And there's, I think there's a different skill level that, becomes associated with stepping from like a, a, a thing like Bellator, which is still rising. It's known. And there's been like guys who are there, but usually it's almost like a Bellator is to, to me is kind of like the MLS of like soccer, soccer. Whereas like, you know, it seemed like the guys who were a little bit older in UFC or didn't make it there anymore were transitioned to Bellator. And yeah. it's like MLS is kind of like, it's the home of people who still want to play, but, or make money at least. And like, not retire essentially. So like, right. you know, they've had Chael Sonnen, they've had um, uh, Vitor Belfort, they've had Tito Ortiz, I believe, like just these guys who are like really good in the UFC. But, you know, as this transition started to happen where UFC became more popular and there was like an influx of guys, they were like that initial bunch. And then they didn't 
want to stop. So they kind of like transitioned to Bellator and, um, but they were older. So like, and they're not to say they weren't good fighters, but like, you know, I think it's right now it's still up and coming and it's an MLS type thing. So they're very good talent. But again, you know, like coming from Bellator to UFC and being a champion is, um, I don't know if it's been done yet specifically. And if it has, I'm sorry for forgetting, but I don't think anyone's come from as a Bellator champion and then come in and became a UFC champion. Um, so I'm interested to see that. And I'm interested to see what they do with Chandler, but obviously, um, you know, like I said, Ferguson, this is going to be a must win for him coming up, and, but we'll obviously talk about that more next week. Um, so Martin Vittori, I think is going to win. Ovin St. Prude, not Olivier, sorry. Ovin St. Prude, I think is going to win. And uh, yeah, so that's the UFC card. Um, then we can move on to this, uh, the, the, the fun stuff, the, the Tyson Jones Jr. fight. Um, a lot of stuff to unpack there from beginning to end. I'll, uh, I'll let Jake start and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go from there. I'll say my point of view after. Um, so basically like, let's, I want to hear your thoughts overall on the, the card and then thoughts on, um, presentation and then kind of, you can go into whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. So, yeah. So first I'll say that. Overall, the entire show uh, was actually pretty good. Um, I like how they had live performances in between fights. I didn't some, like that. I, some some of the live performances were trash. I mean, I like the idea. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, like they had to do YG on there, like doing yeah. his blood dance. Like, I'm, I, like who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's I, I like I don't know like and. Again, I'm a I'm a '90s hip hop head, yeah. so maybe I'm just old and out of the loop. But uh, is Wiz Khalifa even still relevant? Uh, I don't I don't know. I know he still makes music. I haven't heard anything like big from him in a while because he he switched. He like left music and started doing MMA for a while. Um, but uh, yeah, he had a bunch of throwbacks. I was listening. Yeah, to that's I was what like, I'm saying. So, I like, forgot about I, this song. I forgot. About I'm this. saying so. Like the songs he performed were, I know them from. Yeah, Earl. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I, now look at you. Bring Snoop on there to do like his classics. Like that was fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean, I like that. Um, so and, I, li- I, I like the idea. I like I like the idea of what they did. I thought it was a um, an entertaining show, um, and like how they it started off with a bang. Like I didn't see the uh, the free fight that they had on before. Mm-hmm. But I saw the uh, the lightweights um, who are actually real boxers. Yeah, that was, good. That was a really good fight. <clears throat> yeah, that was, that was a really good fight. Yep. Um, and then Badu Jack fought some dude that was way too tough for his own good. He fucked up. Um, <laughs> yeah, the dude was super tough, man. But he was, Badu he was a big Jack, dude. Was, yeah, yeah, Badu Jack was obviously just on a different level. Um, although... <clears throat> I don't understand. Like I had, a, I tweeted about this. You know, Bedu Jack talking that shit. Like, oh, there's levels to this. But then he goes in there, and like, now granted, he did pick him apart. Like, <clears throat> he was landing whatever he wanted, but he was just following the dude around yeah. the ring instead of cutting off the ring. And like, I'm like, what, what isn't like the levels you're talking about? Like, you learn how to cut off the ring at one of those levels. Like, what the, you know, that, so that bothered me a little bit. I, I, I actually thought that <clears throat> he probably could have got him out of there. Um, but I also thought that maybe he may have been, because Bedu Jack has lost a couple of really questionable decisions his last couple. Yeah, of I, I heard that. Uh, I forgot who it was. It was, uh, who's the main announcer? Uh, I, man, I can never remember that dude's name. Well, anyways, I obviously I've heard his name. He's, he's awesome too, and I, I feel yeah. bad for remembering. Um, he was saying that uh, uh, last couple times that Jacks had uh, decisions, he's got fucked basically. Like he just got yeah, like, bad, yeah. bad. Um, and it kind of seemed, it seems like something I probably would have done. I was like being in there with someone that I know that I could pick apart. Mm-hmm. And just punish him for the entire fight because I'm mad about, you know what I mean? And I think it's to give yourself a boost of confidence too. Like I beat someone so fucking bad that going into the next fight, I feel, I just feel like a champ again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so I could, I could see that 
being what happened. Um, it was it was entertaining though because because the dude was so tough. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I that dude took fucking like he was, and at the end, they I, like, I hope they, they checked on him because yeah, he, he took a fucking beating and like he was, and it was it wasn't just like a, and that's the thing is like it wasn't just like a, a headshot type thing. Like his body was getting destroyed, his face was getting destroyed. He was just getting like chopped, just chopped yeah. and destroyed. And he was he was hurt a, a handful of times from the body shots. Yeah, um, you could see like he get caught with a body shot and then you know took a few oh, steps yeah. back yeah um so he was hurt um yeah so like the the whole show i thought was was kind of cool um yeah. it's the first one they've done like that yeah. um I, I think it'll get better you know like maybe we'll get some better performances uh better fighters because i'm sure that promoters get in the way of of like bigger name fighters getting on a card like that yeah i mean um but I think it was successful, especially, you know, according to the numbers of the pay-per-view buy. So maybe they do that again and we get and some, I, some bigger name fighters on the undercard. I honestly think that if they do it again, I think this did really well. And I think next time it's going to do even better because I think a lot of people were turned off at the beginning. Yeah. And a lot of people were turned off right before the fight. Cause I saw, I'm in a bunch of like sports groups on Facebook and like everyone was like, I'm not buying the fight. I'm not buying the fight. Like it's not even going to be a fight. It's not even going to be a fight. And, and I think, you know, and I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast and he was talking about it. Um, I listened to like a clip and he was saying that like, he didn't, he didn't think it was going to be, um, he thought the fight was going to be a fight. Like he was like, there's no way these two guys are going in there. He's like, I feel like they made these rules ridiculous because it's in California and to, and to get it commissioned in California, you were probably like, yeah, I have to agree to this. I, dude, I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with it. And then, it, not, another, it would have been the same. They're fucking 51 and 54. So, well, you know, Joe, Joe Rogan's got some fucking like thing against California. That's why he moved <laughs> to Texas. Like, you know, he fucking, he's a, sometimes, dude, he's just such a super bro redneck. It drives me nuts, dude. Well, he, like, all, so, the, all the interesting shit that he says, he says dumb shit like that. No, listen. They made those rules like that. It would have been like that anywhere. Well, that's what he's saying. Safety stake. They, because they're in their fifties. You have to. You can't have them fight under the you know normal rules. Yeah. Because they're in. The, they're senior citizens. Yeah. You can't have two old guys killing each other. Well, that's what I think he meant. And like I think he meant that like they had to agree to these shitty rules just so they could get it to go. And like especially in California because it's a little bit harder to get that stuff done there. And in New York is the same thing. Like California and New York were some of the hardest. And New York just had MMA, like, yeah. what, when Connor fought there so in 2016. Like, that was the first time they had MMA in however many years. Yeah. So, like, getting that stuff done there, he was like, once they step in, it's going to be a fight. And I think that's exactly what it was. And, like, yeah. They, but they, again, like, I, I would venture to guess, I, I'm, I'm not sure, but I would venture to guess that. A lot of those people are not real boxing fans that were deciding that yeah, they were going to, to watch it. One, because if you're a real boxing fan, you know that doesn't matter how old fighters are, fighters fight. Yeah. You know that. Um, and two, they're two of the greatest fighters that we've ever seen. So it's like we, we, you have to if you love fighting. Um, and... It, Again, like we talked about it last week, those those rules are put in because they are old, but it wouldn't have gone through if the fighters themselves didn't agree to yeah. things like, oh, we know what we're going to do when we get in there. And you heard both of them saying it leading up to the fight, like it, it's a fight. We're going to get in there. We're going to we're going to hit each other. It's a fight. Yeah. Um, and that, that's that's what we got. You know, we got we got. I mean, out of Tyson, anyway. Roy looked—he looked real fucking tired, man. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he looked tired walking into the ring. He—he he didn't even walk in a straight line. My yeah. man was swerving like he was hammered or something. He—he he looked tired already. Um, but you saw—you saw glimpses of it. You know, little little like, like six, I, I, seven I second spurts of him, like you know, old Roy. But you know, then he again. Uh, the, both of their minds, boxing minds, are still there. Um, but their bodies, Roy's especially, Roy's body was like, no, nah, man, I'm not, I can't do that. 
Like you see Roy wanting to do certain shit, and his body was like, no way, bro. I'm I'm not doing all that. And but Tyson looked fucking great. He really did. Like, he was sharp. He was agile. He he looked really good. And I said it, man, his because his style ages well. Because he doesn't depend on like being up on his toes and bouncing all the time. Yeah. There's not a lot of wasted movement in because one of the things that we forget that well that you know people that don't really pay attention to boxing forget is that Tyson was one of the most technical boxers in the history of boxing. Mm-hmm. Certainly the one of the most technical heavyweights ever. And he had to be because of his size. Um, and you could see those, the, the technical skills there, like, cause it, because it doesn't take, like, he's not using all of his physical ability. He's not wasting it. Like some of that shit that, that Roy Jones does um, it was based on him being super athletic, yeah. but it was wasted movement. Like there was a lot of shit that he was doing that it wasn't necessary to land a punch. Yeah. He was just doing shit. Yeah. You could see that now, now that they're in their fifties, Roy can't do those things because they're unnecessary. And Tyson doesn't have to worry about anything. Every move he makes is efficient. Right? I mean, it's two, it's for a purpose. It's to land a punch or to counter a punch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you could see that. And that's why it looked so much better because that's the way that he's built. That's the way that he fights. And honestly, like it was one of those things where watching Tyson where like if you squint your eyes hard enough and you like picture him as a younger self, like you could see, like he was just moving. Like it's just like you, you just saw like older Tyson and like Jones, like I said, Jones Jr. Like, I don't know, like I, I was joking with you. I texted you and I said he looked like he was wearing the first Batman suit because he, yeah. he turned his head. He was just like this every time. Yeah. Like he'd throw those punches where he was just like looking the other way and just moving forward. Um, but I think even, like you said, both of them showed good glimpses of, of themselves and like really good skill and just like the fight was my expectation going in was it was going to be a good fight. I thought it was a great fight. I thought it was way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Um, I think that, you know, both of them had a lot to show. And I think that if, if they continue to do this right and they give them enough rest and like they, they, um, they do it in the right ways. I think that this is something that can continue to happen. Um, And I think what's going to happen is, is the views are going to keep going up and people are going to start, doing it and like i think this can be a little bit more of like a a fun way to get boxing back to where it needs to be and i think that's something like this needed to happen um where these guys are kind of like bringing it back but i think also what can happen here is like they can start mixing this with like bigger actual like actual fights you know like an actual undercard of like you know top lightweights top or whatever top fighters in the game pound for pound fighters on an undercard with like mike tyson and you know they're talking about holyfield and tyson again because holyfield called him out after and like yeah. he was saying like yeah i'm ready if you just sign the, the contract or whatever you know whether that's true or not is obviously a different story but um having something like this now where and i think you're and like i said i think you're going to see a lot more of it the only thing i don't like about it that's happening right now is like and we'll get into this a little bit more. And it's more specifically in terms of like Jake, Paul, everyone is trying to, is just like literally all facets of people are just calling each other out to fight. Like there's like Evan Turner. Do you know Evan Turner, the basketball player? Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he called out Jake Paul. Like everyone's calling out Jake Paul. All these fighters are calling out Jake, like these low level fighters and like these other fighters are calling out Jake Paul. YouTubers are just calling out each other. Everyone wants to be a boxer now. Everyone wants to be a fighter now. And like, you know, I'm afraid it's going to dilute it to a certain degree, but I'm also afraid that like, again, there's going to be more of a mix between like these. um, I think someone's going to get hurt really first. Um, Like Nate, you know, and we can talk about Nate Robinson because he got like, he got hurt. Like that wasn't, that wasn't fun to watch. He had no fucking clue what he was doing when he stepped in that ring. Like he was just, I don't know who trained him. Understand, like, I don't understand that, like, you know, he didn't have a lot of time to train, but like, you know, he, he, I don't even think he threw like a jab. Every jab he threw, he was like hopping towards Jake and like, you know, they, they clinched every 30 seconds, if not less, like every 15 seconds. Um, 
but like there's th this is introducing a lot of people back to boxing and it's bringing people back to boxing but i think it's doing it in a way where now anybody's just calling out anybody and they're just trying to fight each other for no reason well i so i uh i'm actually looking at some numbers right now i i've heard this from uh a couple places this back bringing people back to boxing and according to these numbers, boxing hasn't gone anywhere. No, and like, you know, I don't mean... Well, I mean so, so here, this, this, this uh, um, graphic that I'm looking at right now has the pay-per-views, UFC compared to boxing from 2002 to 2017. Boxing had the top draw, top pay-per-view by 13 out of the 16 years. Did that? And... UFC's all-time high pay-per-view buy was 1.6 million, 1.65 million, which was McGregor versus Diaz yeah. two. Boxing topped that. Actually, one, I think. What was that from? Because I'm pretty sure Habib. Or was... boxing topped that five times. Yeah. So in the last 16 years, so it's boxing really hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. Um, I think I think the the difference with them right now, and this is what I was kind of alluding to, is boxing is more of a a peak. Whereas UFC is kind of this steady flow of like a lot of really good fights. Whereas boxing has been in terms of like the casual fan has been Mayweather's fighting. Okay. Mayweather's fighting. Okay. And then like, you know, the people who watch boxing are like, yeah, there's been fights. And I'm sure if you look at like the overall, um, I don't know what you'd call it, but like the overall trend of like, you take like the middle the middle and not like the extremes on both ends. But UFC probably is a little bit more stable in between in terms of like buys. I could be wrong because I'm not. I, yeah, I'm well, well, guys, yeah. So here, so and what's what we were talking about a couple weeks ago about stars, right? Like boxing has always like what whoever whoever the big guy is, people are gonna you know watch him fight. Yeah. So it's like the guy that's coming up. If he gets that fight, it's like oh now he has new fans probably. Right? Yeah. It actually works the same way in the UFC. Because all, all of the top buys, you got, you know, back in the early 2000s, it was um, Ortiz and Shamrock. Then it was uh, Couture and Liddell, three years in a row. And then Couture and Lesnar, then Lesnar and Lesnar. And then Silva, Silva, Weidman, and then McGregor, McGregor, McGregor. You know what I mean? So it's the same, it's, it works the same way in the UFC. People are watching names. So I think what I think is happening is because the UFC is more accessible. Like they have like things going on and it, it seems like it's more organized that there's this um, uh, assumption that more people are watching UFC and like people are somehow drifting away from boxing. And actually the numbers show that way more people watch boxing than watch the UFC, like over, over overall. Yeah, and so I, think I, don't, that, I, I don't think I don't think boxing needs to do anything di like for the fans. Like we talked about this before, it'd be great to like uh, make the fights that people want to see easier to make. That yeah. would be great. But the fact is, like, no one needs to do any work to get people to pay more attention to boxing. It hasn't dropped off at all. Yeah, and not one bit. I mean, Alvarez is still getting over a million pay-per-view buys every single time Canelo fights. Yeah. And that's like just so in 2017, UFC's top fight was fucking Woodley versus Thompson, too. It got 300,000 buys. Yeah. Canelo versus fucking Chavez Jr. got a million. So it's like, I, yeah, I mean, boxing doesn't really need to do any work. Like, I think this I think this event just sort of it's one of those things where it's like oh look boxing can do something that's more um non-traditional in terms of boxing and still get people to buy yeah because of the name though again we're fight fans whether it's ufc or boxing they're following names yeah right so it's like people that know tyson and joan jones were like yep yeah, i'm i'm gonna check this out right yeah. So I think I think it's just I don't think that's ever going to change. You you got big names. No, and like I said, I think I, I think that you're you're right, and like there's people are going to follow names regardless. I, I think that the difference was is like there's a lot of and maybe and again maybe I'm wrong like bad connotations around like 
the setup of boxing and like the promoters and the fights and, and the way that, you know, this back and forth of everything. And like, I think that that is true. That, yeah. that is true. And we've talked about, I think, I think there, there's no question that is true. And like, but, and that's what I think is going to, you know, if they start making this in a way where it's a little bit more exciting for the casual fan to sit down and watch and, and know a name right now. And like the, the thing that I'm saying is that like, and again, I, I, I don't think I'm wrong about this. The casual fan would not know number number 15 pound for pound on boxing. Whereas I think that UFC right now, there's more awareness of the entire, I'm going to say roster overall. Whereas yeah. like, you know, boxing's very top. Like people know Canelo, people know Floyd, people know, um, you know, Tyson, Jones, Jr. Like these, these guys are names. And like, I think it's very top heavy. And then like, you know, Lomachenko, Lopez, like, all these guys. And UFC is very like, you know, the, the, the lightweight division itself has like, eight guys that I can name off the top of my head. The heavyweight division has like five to 10 guys that I can name off the top of my head. The middleweight or the what it, welterweight division has like five to 10 guys I can name off the top of my head. Like there's just like a, a, a more in maybe an awareness of UFC that like if, if boxing does this right, they can make people know number 10 like they do in UFC. And what I mean by number yeah. 10 is like, that guy that's coming up, that guy who, and, and again, this is for casual fans, because I think that for, for boxing to solve its issues, there needs to be more of the, the casual tune-in as opposed to like, and I think UFC's done a really good job of the casual tune-in. Yeah, but you know what? <clears throat> Here, here's a, Let's break that down, though, the, the casual fan. Because you, you get, and it's one of the problems I have with people saying, oh, Jake Paul brought in some new fans. Well, I think the last thing that we want is casual fans and people that don't know shit about boxing. And, and Jake Paul's determining one-off because I don't agree with him. Yeah, but at, casual fans though, like so, so you're saying like oh, someone that that uh, comes in and doesn't watch that much, they know like oh, the fifteenth ranked middleweight. Okay, but now now that puts us in a position where because it's the same thing in UFC, which is why I, I think they have. It's like yeah, you know these guys, but. Um, so just uh, just to put one of the numbers out there. So, okay, we know these guys. So let's um, – so – okay, so everyone knows fucking um, Teron Woodley, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's in UFC. He's a big name. Um, and this is one of the things that this, this graphic is showing. Like the U- UFC has had um, more box office draw. They had nine guys – that were the top billing um, compared to boxing with the six. So like we said, big names, right? But that year that Woodley w- was the top UFC draw, they had 300,000 pay-per-views. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we, we know him, but it's part of the reason why the fighters don't get paid much. And yeah, yeah. now, now we have casual fans uh, determining what fights we get, Yeah, which I don't want. Who yeah. the fuck wants that? Who wants a casual fan came in? Well, because I pay money now. Look, look at people are paying money to see fucking, um, you know, who the fucking boxing is, is, is like that. Like, uh, um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Let's say Devin Haney, for example, right. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a bad example for what I'm trying to say. He's a really, really fucking great boxer, but he's not exciting because he's not going to knock anybody out. Yeah. So now we get people say we get people coming in. They're like, oh, I know who Devin Haney is now. Yeah. You're right. Now people are, are paying to watch him, <clears throat> watch him fight. So the promoters are gonna be like, let's make a big fight with Devin Haney and Teal yeah. and watch Teal fucking knock him out in three rounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then we have casual fans determining what fights get made and no one wants that. I don't want that as a fight fan. And- I like it. I like it when I get Mayweather versus Pacquiao, Mayweather versus Cotto. You know what I mean? those guys have a name for a reason yeah most of the time it's because they're really really good at what they do um so i don't i don't know that it's that big of a problem like like we've we've discussed it before like look at sometimes there are fights that can be made that don't get made for a long time just because of like childish disagreements between promoters and that's where the ufc is ahead a little bit because it's like 
the, the promoter is the company. So it's like, we're going to make this fight happen. But it doesn't always make sense. Like, as you can see, so the UFC are like, yeah, we these are the top guys. He deserves a shot. But the numbers show that no one gives a fuck most of the yeah. time. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't I think, know. I that. think in general, I think, I think you're 100% right. I think that boxing has a base. They have a pillar of fans that you're not going to get rid of. And I just think that's in general. There's not, you know, that's why you see those peaks. And I think that the people like Canelo are, you know, and they have, again, I'd much rather watch. I think right now in my life, I'd much rather watch like, oh, well, I can't, McGregor is a one-off because I'd watch anything that he does. But like, in terms of like the top guys, besides like Habib and a couple others for UFC, I'd much rather watch Canelo fight uh, his like if, if I was to choose a pay-per-view on the same night of like Canelo or like you know another top fighter in the UFC I'd probably most of the time go Canelo um, or I'd mostly go with like you know a Floyd fight or someone like that as opposed to being like all right I'm gonna watch like John Jones or I'm gonna watch um, I don't know like an- another big name like you know, maybe even Habib and Gage, like I, I like Khabib and Gaethje as a fight, but like if Canelo was to fight Floyd, I'd rather watch Canelo and Floyd. hundred yeah, percent. Like, you, even... you know what's crazy? So Khabib is is like known as one of the goats. Yeah. Right. He's not on here fucking once. Yeah, the only he's time he is, is the, top the only time he is is with McGregor. And what right, right. McGregor was the only time. How fucked is it? That's what I'm saying. Like that's it's yeah. it, that that's it, John Jones is not on here either at all. Yeah. He's not the top villain. Yeah. And he's one of the better, like, so, yeah, I mean, again, we talked about it before, you know, it's as an organization, it's like, <clears throat> they have certain things like nailed down yeah. for the fans, but in the end, I don't know how fucking, how good it, like from year to year, it isn't that steady. Cause uh, again, unless McGregor is fighting, it doesn't seem that even people in the UFC give a fuck. Yeah, like no, no no it went from 1.65 million buys in 2016 with McGregor and Diaz too to the next the ne- the highest one the next year was 300,000 with Woodley and Thompson. Yeah. So it's like I, I, it's the same thing unless there's unless it's the big name no one gives a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to wrangle this back in and coming back around um kind of where we started was you know Tyson and Roy Jones to putting something together that um is you know, on whoever's opinion better or worse for the sport of boxing. And I think that, like I said, overall, the guys who put this together did a really good job. I think they had an awesome performance. They had really good ideas. They, the fights were really good throughout, um, you know, Tyson and Jones, I think over or exceeded my expectations easily, um, throughout, um, you know, everyone seemed to, a lot of it got drowned out by Jake Paul, um, and a lot of it, they, they didn't, you know, I don't think that Jones Jr. and Tyson got the recognition that I think they should have because of Jake Paul, at least what I'm seeing. Like, maybe that's because I follow a couple more different things on social media. Um, but, you know, like after, you know, everyone was talking about Jake Paul, that was the story on most fight podcasts I listened to, most fight articles that I read, most uh, fight tweets and Instagram posts that I read. Um, it was just about Jake Paul calling out Connor. Floyd, Dylan Danis, Ben Askren, like just calling out these people and having no, you know, merit or backing. And, you know, he did well, like he, he should have beat Nate Robinson because Nate Robinson literally looked like a child in there and had no business being in there. So like, you know, I mean, he, he's just going to keep fighting people. And, and this was one of the other problems I had with Jake Paul and not so much as like a fighter. Cause I, you know, I can't say anything cause he stepped in the ring. I've never stepped in the ring. Um, you can have more of a say in that than I can, but like, you know, when you're, this is going to lead to some bad stuff because they're talking about making fights now that like have no business being together. Whereas like, you know, if Connor and Jake were to fight, you know, Connor's never going to be 200 pounds and Jake's never going to be 155 pounds or 170. Pounds. And like, you know, so what's going to happen here is like, are they just going to start like piece and shit to get whoever wants to fight, whoever is just going to fight? Like, is that what they're going to do? If that's what they're going to do, then like, that's fine. But like, you know, I think that it, it's going to like devolve the sport to a certain degree and it's going to 
come down yeah, to exa- a point. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That. That's it. You devolve the sport. That's what I've been part of. What I've been telling people when they say, "Oh, Jake Paul's bringing new fans in," we don't need those fucking fans yeah. because it's going to make our sport that has fucking honor. And again, like this is something that's been going on for centuries. This is a sport that was used to prepare soldiers for fucking war. Yep. Okay. This is not some fucking game. It's not like, oh, let's pick up basketball, bro, and go to the park and hoop. It's not the same shit. You get fucked up. And for all the fucking idiots out there saying, oh, well, he's like, look, you could tell he's taking it seriously. Is he though? Because after the fight, he didn't call out one boxer. So how fucking seriously is he taking boxing? Yeah. He didn't call out one actual fighter, one boxer, I mean. Uh, it was a, a, a McGregor, Dylan. What the? F- they're not boxers. Yeah. So how seriously are you taking it? And and again, so the the Tyson Jones, uh, the event got 1.2 million pay per view buys, which is yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, it, but it may I, I I would I would guess that a lot of those buys were for Tyson and Jones. Yeah. Because again, like like I said, fight people that know them, like old school boxing heads. You are watching that fight. I would like to. See, I would like to see the. I wonder if you could find that. The. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Like they, they, they I'm sure somewhere someone did some polls. Like you know, who are you? Um, like out of the, all the people that that bought it, who yeah. are you uh, most excited to watch? But I don't. That's not good for boxing. Yeah. It's not good for boxing to have fans in there that don't know what the fuck they're watching. Yeah. Because again, then it be, then it becomes. And I guess I guess this is one of the one of the reasons that the way that boxing is is kind of better because uh, although like obviously it's corrupt, but it's won't be corrupted by people with no knowledge of the sport. Yeah. It won't be like it won't be corporate corruption. Corruption, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is where you know the UFC can fall under that as, as we've seen. It's like you know. Okay, what's what's best for fucking UFC, but doesn't really help the fighters, yeah. and that doesn't happen in boxing because everyone's an independent contractor. Yeah. So, I think one of the good things about having a bunch of independent contractors is like guys can decide if they're going to step in the ring with a guy who has no business being in the ring just to make money. Yeah, which most of them probably won't. Like, like, like guys that really give a fuck about winning belts and being, you know, talked about in boxing lore. I got to step in there with Jake Paul, no matter how much the money is. One of the reasons is because boxers get paid mega bucks anyway. So they don't need to sell out to fight Jake Paul to make some money. They don't need that because they're well taken care of. Yeah. Um, but if it get if it does get to that point, it's just going to make, it's going to make boxing a joke. Yeah. Um, Jake Paul fighting real fighters makes boxing a fucking joke because he's a joke. He's not, he's not a fighter and all this shit that he's talking about. He comes out, he's like, Oh, I'm built for this. And people don't know how hard I've had it. I know it must've been terrible being on the Disney channel, making millions of dollars when you're a kid. It must be awful. That sounds so rough. He's an idiot for that. Like there's, there's, and like, whatever, maybe he had mental struggles and he had shit that he went through, but like, hey, yeah, ever listen, I life is tough for everyone. I get it, but it's, it's tougher for some people. But there's actually, there's actually people who fucking like struggle and like don't have money and don't have a family and don't have like all that stuff. And like, and you, end you know, up in boxing gyms because of that very reason yeah. that will never be on the undercard of a fight like that yeah. because fuck face like that gets there. You know yeah. what I mean? He gets that opportunity instead of someone else. So yeah, I, I don't – him being in the sport and getting attention like that is not good for – and and I've seen some fucking – like this dude, Coach Anthony, the dude I follow on, on Instagram and, and YouTube, uh, uh, coach from um, Philly, of all places, mm-hmm. came on Instagram and was like, oh, he's bringing new people to boxing. But bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, I think we don't you know, need new, boxing doesn't need new fans. I mean, the I'm numbers sure. show it. The fuck, like we don't need new fans. We need I'm fans sure in terms of like owning a business in boxing or having something to do with boxing. You, you probably get some type of excitement seeing that because if you own a gym and for whatever reason Jake Paul hits it very off very well with the demographic and they say I want to go box and like a gym, you know that I can understand. But like from an actual fan of boxing perspective like it doesn't 
it doesn't help anything right now. And like, it doesn't help anything in terms of like, I, and like we just said, devaluing what it is and devolving what boxing has become because it, it turns into this mess of what MMA used to be, which was like early MMA was whoever the fuck wanted to fight, whoever they fought. It was just, if you were a wrestler who wanted to fight a boxer, you did it. If you were an MMA guy who wanted to fight a Taekwondo guy, you did it. And it was just like, it was cool, but it was such like a, a mix and mess of things that like, it wasn't popular and like, it wasn't as popular as it is now. And like understanding it just started then, but like, I don't know that getting back to a point where anybody just fights anybody. I think it's cool to talk about and be like, you know, and, and this is the thing is like, again, you have idiots like Colby Covington calling out LeBron for no reason, like it, whatever you want to say, like, go ahead. But like, what are you accomplishing by calling out LeBron besides like getting some clout for 15 minutes on Instagram? You know, like, even if you were to fight LeBron, you know, like I'd almost like give LeBron a decent chance. Cause he's twice the size of Colby Covington, but it's just like, you know, like he's going to lose. And like, what are you going to prove for that? Oh yeah. I beat up LeBron James because he's not a fighter. He's a basketball player. Right. I, I beat up a basketball player. That, 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 that doesn't do shit for you as a fighter. Yeah. doesn't. Yeah. And then like, you know, and then, like I said, it's just like, you know, these, these, it's getting to a point where a lot of these guys, and, and I think this is the only reason it's, it's working right now is because a lot of these guys that are onto the lower level or like mid tier of these fighters are looking for paychecks. Like you said, they're looking for paychecks. And then a, kid, a guy like Jake Paul, who can, you can bring, you know, however many followers he has and like true followers, you know, maybe he has a million people that are like, jake paul fans and like you bring that into a fight you're gonna make a a, you know a couple few hundred thousand dollars and like you could do that and make your money and not have to worry about the ufc or whatever and like i think that's where this is going to start to get bad because these people who like jake paul who are bringing their following and really aren't fighters they're getting these people who are real fighters who might not have the following and these guys are, you know, and there's not everybody is a, a, a Habib or like a, a guy who's like literally just wants to fight and like, or a, a Canelo or like, you don't, you don't see Canelo busting around on social media saying shit. Like he's yeah. in the gym, he's training, he's fighting, he's the best. Hey, that's does. what real boxers do. And that's what I'm saying. It's it's like, fucking, they, they, they just box. Yeah. They, it, like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to do this thing. I'm not here to fuck around and talk shit and do all this dumb shit. You know what I mean? You see that, but like what I'm saying is like, there's guys who know they don't have what it takes to get to, and a lot of guys don't, and a lot of guys will never be Canelo. A lot of guys will never be McGregor. A lot of guys will never be Habib. And they see that and they're like, okay, what's my next bell or what's my next path to make X amount of money? Oh, there's some fucking idiot YouTuber who can bring me and make me a million dollars and I can fight him and kick his ass. Sure. Let's fucking do it. And then it's just like, they, they, this happens, they merge. And then, you know, he hurts him. He makes his money, but that's it. And, but it's like, th- this is what this is going to lead to. It's going to lead to like this low level, like almost like this bottom of the barrel, like fights that are just going to be between like fight, like Ben Askren, who is Ben Askren? The only reason I, I know Ben Askren is because he got kneed in the face by Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. And like, you know, now they're talking about, you know, like he, I, I think he said no regardless, but like if, if, if Jake Paul was like, listen, I can make you $2 million if you fight me. Why would you say no? Yeah. It's just like, it's just. I, it's, it's, here, here's the thing. I, so I would applaud a fighter, an actual fighter that normally wouldn't have the chance to get a payday like that for taking that and beating the fucking shit out of Jake Paul. Cause then on one hand, I'd be like, okay, we don't got to hear from him anymore. Mm-hmm. But because we live in America and Americans for the most part are fucking dumb and have a very short attention span. It's like how long before they're pining for the next, uh, um, bullshit social media celebrity to fight another fighter. You know that's what I mean? What I mean. It's so, like that, that's, yeah. yeah that's, right. That's, right. That's, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, there is, there's a danger of that becoming a thing. Yeah. And like, and, and, there, and there's people down the line. Cause right now it's, it's Jake Paul's leading the pack, but there's Logan Paul, there's KSI. There's like all these YouTubers who are, and someone, and this is the thing is someone is going to get hurt. Someone is going to talk their way into a fight that they should. And this is the thing is like, I honestly think if Jake stepped into the ring with Connor, he might actually, you know, 
I don't You'll know. Get hurt. Exactly. You'll get hurt. I think he would get hurt. Like, You'll I really get. think he would get, damn yeah. it. Like, physical harm would be put on and him. And McGregor at his heaviest is still yeah. fucking 19 pounds lighter than him. And yeah. kind of, McGregor would still put him to sleep. And that's, the, and that's the thing. is like, you don't... And again... James, and, that's, and McGregor's not even a fucking boxer. And that's what I mean. Is like, if he goes against... God forbid he ever got the chance to go against Canelo, Canelo would actually kill Jake Paul. Yeah. Like, he would die in the ring and he it, almost killed sergey kovalev a guy that's fucking naturally like 25 pounds heavier than i saw him. i saw him hit amir khan and amir khan's neck snapped yeah it was like one of those cartoons <laughs> could, you, could you could you imagine like jake paul being in there with like golovkin someone that just that's, that's the thing it's like this is what's going to happen it's going to lead to something like this where it's going to be a, a fucking absolute murderer like triple g canelo and they're going to go against a, a guy like jake paul who's he shows glimpses of being okay. And then he's going to step in there and triple G is going to be like, and Jake Paul is going to break ribs, break, break his orbital bone, like smash so face him brain damage. What'd you say? They're going to punch him into a fucking coma. Yeah. And then, you know, and then they're going to be like, Oh, boxing's a brutal sport. Like, don't. Yeah, I, t- I, t- I tell you what, on one hand though, that might, it might do fucking wonders just for boxing in general. Like, <laughs> It might it might weed out all the weak ones, you know. Right. Yeah. Imagine Golovkin like literally like killing him in the ring. They should just and have then, a. And then everyone else who was thinking about doing that was like, you know what? Maybe boxing ain't for me. <laughs> and that's the thing is like again, like you talk to these fucking Russians and like, I don't, where's Golovkin from? He's from Kazakhstan, I think. Yeah. So like you talk to these fucking Russian. Yeah, these Russians. These dudes don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. I the, these Russian dudes, I don't think they would ever, like no matter like I was talking about um last week about Archer Betterbiev, mm-hmm. you know him because he, he's a 180 pound champ. Yeah. And, and so if you take it seriously, Jake Paul getting there with Betterbiev, but Betterbiev would never do that. And Betterbiev is not even a big name. Yeah. But Betterbiev is one of these Russian guys that they take Russians take boxing very seriously, yeah. life or death. Uh, and I, they would never play a game like that, no matter how much money is thrown at them. Yeah. All better be of and the people like him care about is getting there. I must crush people or I am disgraced to my family. I right. I right. And, and, and Jake Paul's like, yeah, man, I got fucking Instagram followers. Like, you know what I mean? And Russians are like, I just want to break face. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? There, there's a, there's a huge gap in like, and even Americans who, again, people like the, all the dudes that I came up around and all the people like that across the country, uh, all, all the fucking kids in Mexico, all the kids in Ireland, all over the world in these these places that are known for, for generating great boxers have the same thing in common. They come from fucking dirt and they go to the gym and they need a place to fucking let all their fucking anger out. And Jake Paul is not in that category. You know what I mean, he's going to run into a dude that just like it just has been waiting. Like I got into boxing because there's listen, there's people like me. There, I, I can't tell you how many times I thought about it in my head. Like I'm in, in this ring and legally I could fucking kill someone right now and I'll be OK. Yeah. I mean, because it's an accident. It's boxing. There are people like me in there that like, hey, man, if I fuck someone up so bad, they die. Hey, man, they die. Yeah. But. I'm looking forward to punching someone. There are people like that who will carry that around with them. They're like, I'm doing this because this is a great way for me to fucking literally crush someone's skull and get away with it. Mm-hmm. And Jake Paul doesn't want to run into one of those guys. Jake Paul's rich. He's been rich since he was a kid. He doesn't want that. He thinks he does, but he does not want that. Yeah. It's going to come out and this stuff's going to start to make its way to the forefront. I think it's going to happen a little bit more aggressively. I think he's going to, you know, I, I honestly, I think what's going to happen here is he's going to get one of these. Um, they said he's already talking to Connor's team. And like, I, you know, I don't, I hope Connor doesn't give him the light of day, but like, I hope, you know. Connor's a smart businessman. You know, he's going to fucking do it because it's yeah. the same reason why it's, that is the equivalent. I think it's a great fucking uh, um, comparison is what Mayweather did for McGregor. Like, oh, you want to come in here and box? I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna train. I'm gonna fuck around with you for ten rounds, mm-hmm. and we're both gonna make a lot of money. Yeah. McGregor's smart enough to fucking know that. I think he'd do the same thing. Yeah. I I don't even need to train for it, but we're gonna make a lot of money. We'll talk shit to each other, make a big show of it. Yeah. You know what I mean, 
And then McGregor will go in there and then at some point put him out. Yeah. But the fucked up thing is that the thing that we're hoping for probably won't happen. McGregor probably won't hurt him because yeah, McGregor is a smart enough businessman to know like, oh, if I keep him in there long enough and put on a good show, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll fucking, it makes us look better. We can make a lot of money. Yeah. When, yeah. It, when we all know, when we all know that it, any left hand could put that dude in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, whatever happens going forward, besides the whole drama with Jake Paul, um, you know, I really, I think this is going to be good for boxing if they can put this and keep continue to make it go forward with uh, good, uh, like a good presence and a good, um, because it's just going to get better. And I think as they get better and, and they put on shows like this, it's going to be a lot, uh, it's a lot, fun, a lot of fun overall. And you might see some like cool names step back in the ring. You know, there's probably going to be some bad ones where like a 50 year old like comes back in and gets fucked and just gets like hurt. But like, you know, I think that's, seeing these guys come back is really cool. And it's going to be fun. Um, I also think that I think we both agree on this. And we, I think you texted me this and I was thinking the same thing as uh, Snoop is a pretty good commentator. He's fucking hilarious. Yep. I um, think he, I, I, I would like to start a part- put petition for him to replace Timothy Bradley. <laughs> Top rank. Um, Cause I, I think, I don't know that he knows that much about, about boxing, but, um, he was entertaining enough and like stayed in the fight enough. The, the, um, I think the comment I, I think great. was uh, when I think it was like second round with, or I think it was the first round with Tyson and Roy Jones. And he was like, he's like, these are like the uncles at the barbecue fighting. Yeah, he said, he said, this shit looks like two of my uncles fighting at the barbecue. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, Auntie, look at their fight and break them up. That, that, it was good, man. It was good. Yeah, yeah, I think, like I said, I think they had a good time. I think they had a really good cast. Um, they probably could have been, I, I mean, Sugar Ray is probably just. He, you know, Sugar Ray did not want to be there, bro. Yeah, he, he just didn't. I, see, and that's the thing. I, I feel for him too. I think Sugar Ray Leonard looked at that shit like, bro, my entire life was dedicated to this sport yeah. and this is what it's come to. Yeah. He, he, he really looked fucking depressed. Like he yeah, wanted to ask him, like <laughs> everyone was talking about it because they were like, everybody else gave a prediction. And he was the one who was like, they were asked him and he were like, anything could happen. And that was a no insight, nothing more. I was just kind of like, he was just there. And then like, they, they tried to like go to him throughout. And I really think like Snoop, like drove the, the, um, what do you call it? Broadcast. Like he, he yeah. drove it. He was the one who was yeah. talking the most, commentating the most. Izzy didn't really say much of importance. Like he was there. Um, and then I forgot the guy's name, but the Showtime guy, like he, uh, you know, he was the one who obviously hosted it, but like, I, I don't think, like, you're, I, I think you're right, Sugar, I think you saw that and he was like, ah, like, this is ridiculous. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Because um, he didn't really say much. He didn't give much insight. There wasn't much. It was just kind of like, yeah, like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> after the Badu Jack fight, you know what I mean? Like, because Sugar Ray was talking during the first two fights. Mm-hmm. He was commenting because they were actual fights. Yeah. Once that fucking, that circus shit started, Sugar Ray was like, man, fuck this, bro. Yeah. No, but I think overall they did a really good job, and uh, I, th- I think that it was it was a good it was a good show. I think it was a successful show. Yeah. So we got this weekend. There's, uh, I, I know you said the fight, but I'm pretty sure uh, Spence fights this weekend, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was I was mistaken. Shakur Stevenson is fighting next weekend. Okay, so it's yeah. Errol Spence. This weekend it's Errol Spence and Danny Garcia. It's gonna be a very good fight. I'm uh, I'm excited for it. I think. Um, I haven't seen Danny Garcia fight in a while. I don't know his last. Who was his last fight? I think his last fight was against Thurman. Um, hang on, let me fucking see here. I think it was Keith. Oh no, it was that dude Ivan Redkitch? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Ivan. Oh yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, oh no, yeah. Thurman, Thurman, and fuck it. Uh, yeah, I forgot Thurman fought Pacquiao. Um, yeah, yeah. He fought uh, Ivan Redkitch in January. I think it's going to be a really good fight. Uh, you know, I'm excited for this because I think you know, as we've talked about, Errol Spence is one of those guys. He's 26 and 0, 21 knockouts, just at the top of his game. Just you know, he's he's at a you know he. I think this is his first fight back, right? Yeah. Since that car accident, so this is a. This is a, a tough spot for him as well because he hasn't fought since um, his title fight and or defense, I think. 
and um, he got into a pretty bad car accident and basically couldn't fight. Um, and he's coming back against a guy in Danny Garcia who is, you know, he's 36 and two. He's a very good fighter overall. He isn't a nobody. Like he's, he's, uh, I think he's regressed, would you say, over the past, you know? I, I don't think Danny Garcia has had a very weird career. Like he's obviously a really great fighter, but like the matchups that they got him in there, like he'll fight a top fighter and then he'll go like three fights fighting some fucking bums. Yeah. And, and sometimes he doesn't look good fighting these bums. So I'm, I don't know. Like he, like the talent is there. It's like, obviously like you, you watch him and you're like, yeah, this dude can fight. This dude can really fucking fight. He's tough. Um, But I, I don't know. Like, I, honestly, this is like one of the, the toughest um, fights that that I have thought about in a while. Like, I think, and I think he's gonna win. Like, it's really say, like, I think that, under normal circumstances. I think Errol Spence would smoke him. Yeah, I was gonna say I think under under normal like had a couple had a fight this year, fought somebody else, stepping into this fight. I think I don't think it's a question. Um, I think with Danny Garcia's skill level and Errol Spence's quote-unquote, we don't know yet, but, like, rust, um, that could be... And the like, injuries. Like, we don't we don't know how significant the injuries are and what lasting effects there are. I mean, it was it was a pretty bad fucking car accident. So, um, I think, you know, part of the what would make me say that Errol Spence would just fucking smoke him is the, um, the level of athleticism that he has. That, you know, he's, he's a level above... Garcia in terms of athleticism, but how much of that was affected in the, the in this car accident? Yeah. Um, like the boxing IQ, I think is is close. Um, you know, Errol Spence is a southpaw, so you know, he has a little bit of an advantage there. I think, um, based on the shit that I that I've seen from Garcia, although that Danny Danny does a good job of uh, he's the type of guy that he, he's an orthodox fighter, but he squares up a lot. And he's very effective squaring up. Um, so I don't know how how much of a, a disadvantage he'd be at um, as far as that, like the south, the stances are concerned. But I don't know. This is a, this is a tough one, man. This is a tough one. I um, I think what's going to happen is I think it'll be. I think what you're going to see early on, and I could, and again, I I don't know for sure, obviously, but I think you'll see a little bit of rust from Spence. And then I think, you know, after like, I think he's got to take that first hit or like get those first couple like knocks in and then like he'll, he'll start to find his groove, but you're probably going to find out what's going to happen after like the second round. You'll see. Cause like if Spence steps in and he doesn't look fast or he doesn't look sharp or he's, you know, he's letting, or he's getting hit a lot. Like you're going to see it early on. Um, Cause I think that I would imagine that Danny Garcia is going to, I think one of the things to do here for Danny Garcia is be aggressive early on um, because I think if you're going to step into a ring with someone who hasn't had the year that Errol Spence has, I think you're going to want to hit him early and like not give him time to find his, his, uh, his groove. And it's not like Errol Spence has been gone for years, but it's like, you know, when you're, when you're coming off of something like that, an injury, and then you're stepping into your sport, it's going to take a round or two to get under yourself. And like, you know, again, speaking just from opinion, you're going to know better of like not being in there and then stepping into the ring with somebody, you know, when you're, when you're going to get hit at that point, it's going to be something that you have to like, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to be prepared for it. And like, yeah. once you get hit, it's going to be like, all right, he's going to, he's going to go one of two ways. He's going to be like, all right, like I'm, I'm good now. Or he's going to get hit and he's going to be like, fuck. And then, you know, you're going to see it and you'll find out by the first or second round. And I think then you're going to, it's going to be a better, like, all right, Spence is going to win or, uh, this might be close or Danny Garcia is going to win. But I think, you know, I think most people are safe by saying Spence is going to win um, because like you said, nothing happened. Normal circumstances. I think Spence destroys him. Yeah. So I'm going to make my prediction just based off of what I can, which is what I've seen out of the fighters. Um, I think that Spence's, lead hook is a weapon that he uses a lot uses it well and i think it's something that'll bother 
Danny Garcia enough to where uh, Spence could land his his the sh- you know the rest of his arsenal. Um, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Spence decision, and uh, I I think it's gonna be because of that that lead hook that is pretty fucking pretty badass weapon to be honest. Like it's pretty nasty. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I think my opinion here is like I, I just stated, but I think that Spence will win. I think it'll be a split decision. I think he's going to – I think what's going to happen is, is Danny Garcia is going to probably look really good early on, and some fucking stupid-ass boxing judge is going to be like, oh, okay, Danny Garcia won the play. And then, like, it's going to be a split decision. But I think Errol Spence will – I think it's going to be more of, like, this um, uptick of Spence. He's going to be kind of slow early on, take some stuff. Or, you know – and I think if I think it all depends on how aggressive Danny Garcia is at the beginning, but I think that Spence will come out and win, and I think it'll be by decision because I don't I don't think you know I don't, I don't know if he's gonna be there to be and again I don't I don't know but mentally be there to like knock Danny Garcia out and like I don't think Danny Garcia is the kind of guy who gets knocked out in general. Um, no, no, Dan, yeah, Danny's a, a tough dude. I he'll, he'll be in there. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if if Garcia pulled it out. Um, yeah. You know, everything considered, and and him obviously the the talent is there. Um, I tell you, he's um, so his, his two losses though, which is weird. His two only two losses are against Keith Thurman and Sean Porter, Porter and those guys yeah. are basically the same fighter. Yeah. Those guys just throw a lot of hooks, yeah. a lot of head movement, move in, throw a lot of fucking power shots, and um, so they're they're you know they're pressure fighters, and Errol Spence is not that. So I, I think it's gonna be a very interesting fight. I, I think it's gonna be a real interesting fight. I think I think it's be an action packed fight too. Yeah. Like I think once we get past the the early rounds, it's gonna be action packed. Yeah. yeah. So I think Spence by decision for both of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any uh, closing remarks? No, man. All right, cool. Watch we we this fight this weekend. We cleaned, we, a lot, we cleaned a lot of stuff up. We went over the Tyson stuff, uh, talked about some UFC. Uh, again, a couple things coming up at the end of the year for boxing. There's a couple more boxing fights, right? right? There's some. Yeah, there's a, yeah. As every week this month, um, I, I think next week. So next week we have Shakur Stevenson, but I think. Um, I think Anthony, Anthony Joshua is fighting next week too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's the one I thought. Yeah. Um, let me just say, yeah, Anthony Joshua and Shakur Stevenson fight next week. Um, and then the week after, uh, we have Golovkin is fighting. Okay. On that Friday, on the 18th. Um, and then the 19th is Canelo and Caleb Smith. Okay, cool. And then. Uh, um, uh, a couple of weeks after that is uh, Ryan Garcia, Lou Campbell. Cool. So we got a lot of boxing to talk about. UFC is kind of taken a hit, unfortunately, but there are some good fights coming up for the end of the year. So we'll definitely get on that. Um, yeah. So appreciate you sitting down as always. If you guys have any questions or thoughts or predictions or contradictions to our predictions, please let us know. Um, give it a listen, share, like, subscribe to our uh, videos and our channel and uh yeah we always appreciate it we'll see you guys next week peace